which then demanded that uh, she needed to take the first flight out to attend to the matter. But I see she is connected, like she said, she said she will be in respect of the meeting, will connect, but she may not be able to contribute in the discussions. But um, uh, I don't want to say, I hope she, I'm correct, I'm representing her well. She won't be able to, to be fit, participant, active participant, one, because of the issues that she needs to attend to, but secondly, herself is not a good, in a good state of mind. So I, I hope I'm putting it correctly with the, with the manner that uh, it is. Um, in, if that is the case, uh, it means that for Babum Pele, you are on your own. Uh, uh, sorry, Chair. Another apology from Mama Linga. She's also experiencing electricity problems, but I see she just logged in now, so she might not be able to participate fully. Hey. Why in trouble? Eh? Why in trouble? Let's try. Uh, I would have loved to start with something else. Uh, Ari, can we flash the agenda? Uh, everything is up to to you, DMRE, uh, we can't change the agenda for now. Can I request that uh, we try our level best, even if we are in, we are logged in. We need to adopt the Kakasundain report. Uh, I will request that uh, some members, uh, we must try and log in even if we are in other meetings, just for the sake of this report, because it's quite critical for the community of um, uh, Jahas Fontaine. Without any further delays, can I give to you the MRE to make your presentation? Um, uh, good morning, Chairperson. Um, um, uh, honourable members of the Portfolio Committee, Deputy Minister, um, and colleagues. Um, Chairperson, um, the, we will take the first presentation um, on the responses or the actions by the Department on the report by the Human Rights Commission. But um, as part of that presentation, uh, DDG Makobela will also comment and um, on the uh, presentation by uh, Makua and Wamua. Uh, over to you, DDG Makobel. Thank you very much, uh, uh, DG. I hope I'm audible. Uh, good morning, Honorable Chair and uh, Honorable Members. Uh, Honorable Deputy Minister, uh, DG and colleagues, and uh, also the staff of the committee, and, and uh, those in attendance uh, this morning. Uh, I'm going to request Ms. That, that the presentation be flighted, and I see that it's, it is, that that is being done now. Um, as DG has indicated, we'll be starting with the res response to the to what the Human Rights uh, Commission had presented to the Portfolio Committee. Now, the the first thing that uh, we would want to indicate is that, in general, uh, we found that uh, one the Human Rights Commission was focused um, particularly on uh, 
artisanal and small-scale mining in terms of the representation. Now, what we want to indicate, uh, and you will see in the slides that follow, um, is that uh, the Human Rights Commission uh, in general, if I if we stick to this slide, the focus was on, um, on artisanal mining. However, I think there was a lack of recognition of uh, what has since happened. Um, and, and I think we will, we will talk to that as we go on to the next slides. So as the members of the committee would uh, recall, the, the Human Rights Commission um, hosted a, a roundtable at, um, I mean, a, a hosted a roundtable discussion on illegal mining and then uh, also to understand um, the artisanal mining tragedy that happened at Ponte uh, Que Mine. And then there was then the investigative uh, a hearing that was hosted in 2015. And we were also as DMRE, one of those departments that then had to uh, submit oral testimonies um, as well as submissions uh, to the Human Rights Commission. At the time, it was DMR on, on our side uh, before the two departments were, were merged. If we move on to the next slide, and I think I won't spend too much time, is that uh, we list there with the fine findings um, where the Human Rights Commission indicated that there was a lack of research, there was poor understanding of the profile, and, and that, uh, you know, Zamazamas, uh, you know, do not start by wanting to be involved in criminal um, activity. And then that uh, they were not... Uh, all non-nationals or illegal immigrants. Um, and, and the list is as indicated there. The fact that the MPRTA has failed to prevent criminal and dangerous practices was one of the findings. Um, and that it is uh, also linked to other forms. Now, there was also a finding from the Human Rights Commission that, uh, uh, of course, artisanal mining has the potential to create uh, jobs, which uh, I think we, we do agree with. Uh, and then that uh, there were human rights uh, violations that accompanied that. So if we move on to the next slide, we just do a pictorial effectively of the of the findings. Uh, next slide, please. Right. Can you move on to the next slide? Okay. Yeah, I think this one in particular, yes. Thank you. So what we then did uh, as a department, we wanted to take each finding and then say what has been done uh, by the department. Now, what the Human Rights Commission had indicated was that there's lack of research uh, and literature on the issue of artisanal and small scale mining in South Africa. As a department, um, there was then a comparative study that was conducted by us uh, in the countries that uh, are listed there, Kenya, Ghana, and, and, and Zambia. And uh, the learnings from those then assisted us in the development of the artisanal and small-scale mining 
policy. Now, I, as I indicated when I started, um, I think there was no recognition in the presentation that there is now a, a, a policy that has been uh, finalized. So I think there was a response on the side of the department that there must be a framework and that framework, yes, may have taken longer, but at the end of the day now that is uh, in place. On the second finding that there is poor understanding of the profile of Zamazamas, I think what we want to indicate here is that uh, a profiling of uh, Zamazamas, um, in our view, is not necessarily a, a, a departmental um, issue because what we are finding 90% of the time is that uh, these are not artisanal and small-scale miners. In 90% of the cases that we find is that uh, these are illegal miners. And so as a department, we don't call those people Zamazamas. We call them illegal miners and uh, they are engaging in criminal activity. And we, as government, then have decided that we will deal with them as such. So there is a, a national coordination strategic management team that is focusing on illegal mining. Um, uh, and and uh, I think that task team is hard at work uh, to try and deal uh, with the sketch of um, illegal mining. Now, the third finding was that not all Zamazamas began with the intention of becoming involved in criminal syndicates. I think the statement uh, can, be, can be true. However, if I just, if I go to um, an operation that was conducted in the Northern Cape recently, where over 300 uh, illegal miners were arrested, 98% of those were basically um, uh, illegal immigrants. Now, for us, it, it can't be correct to equate, um, you know, uh, illegal mining to uh, artisanal and small-scale mining. Uh, it is our view that um, illicit mining is a criminal offense and uh, should not be equated to a job uh, creation because those people, in any case, they are are the same people that terrorize um, uh, communities. So um, that is our lived experience. And uh, that was what we found in most of the cases. If you go to Free State, if you go to Gauteng, if you go to Northern Cape, um, I think it is linked directly to um, illegal um, immigration. Now, the, this then also talks to the next finding, the finding that not all Zamazamas are non-nationals. Well, I think it is true that uh, there are some South Africans that are involved, uh, but we think that uh, uh, as our evidence is showing, the these people that engage um, you know, in uh, illegal uh, mining, they tend to be uh, illegal um, immigrants. I think the NPA and the police can attest to this, uh, as well as uh, uh, home affairs. Uh, now, the next finding was that the NPRDA uh, is one of those legislations that have failed to prevent criminal um, activity and dangerous practices. Uh, we do want to acknowledge that uh, we have observed gaps in the MPRDA, uh, particularly when it comes to criminalizing 
um, illegal uh, mining. So those gaps have been identified by ourselves as, as well as the, the team from uh, the legal team from SAPS. And uh, we are currently working to amend uh, the, the legislation to include um, even um, you know, deterrent in as far as uh, you know, repeat offenses um, uh, are concerned. So, so that will come as an amendment uh, to, to the committee uh, once uh, finalized. If we not move on to the next page, the, there was a recognition from the Human Rights Commission that uh, artisanal and small-scale mining is linked to other forms of criminality, such as uh, uh, thieving of cables. Now, I guess we where we disagree with this statement is the fact that it is not artisanal and small-scale mining that is linked to other forms of criminal activity. It is illicit mining. Uh, that is linked to these other uh, criminal activities. So that's where the, the difference, uh, okay. The, um, okay, thank you. So, so, so that is where I think uh, the, our, our difference um, is uh, with, with the Human Rights Commission. I think generally what we found is that to try and equate artisanal and small-scale mining to um, illegal mining, I think uh, is not our uh, understanding because we understand artisanal and small-scale mining to be referring to rudimentary forms of mining by people that, you know, uh, use, um, you know, a, methods that are non-mechanical. And uh, those people are now going to be enabled now that we have a policy, we just need to then move the policy and make sure that in the legislative uh, framework, there is a, you know, a, a way of uh, actually enabling uh, artisanal and small-scale mining. However, um, illegal mining uh, will never be enabled uh, through legislation. That that can can cannot happen. Now, the the fact that the the artisanal mining process have the potential to create uh, jobs, we fully agree with this one, uh, and and we note uh, if we we're talking about. Uh, artisanal uh, mining process. Then illegal mining contributing to uh, human rights uh, violations. I think we, we note that and uh, it is also then the lived reality of South Africans that uh, they are being threatened by these illegal miners uh, and we fully agree with, the, with that finding and, and hence the involvement uh, of the law enforcement um, services to try and er eradicate that. Now, if we move on to the recommendations, um, again, I may, I may sound like I'm repeating myself. Uh, we, we, the recommendation that was made by the Human Rights Commission but that artisanal mining cannot be eradicated if uh, poverty uh, persists. Now, we think that uh, artisanal mining uh, should not be eradicated. Artisanal mining should be enabled. What needs to be eradicated is illegal mining. So that's where the difference is between us uh, in terms of understanding, we should be enabling uh, artisanal mining. 
um, and, and it will actually uh, assist in eradicating poverty, uh, uh, alleviating unemployment, and uh, also inequality. So I think it is, again, uh, perhaps the semantics uh, and, and the lack of understanding of, of or actually equating illegal mining to artisanal mining. The current legislation um, does not uh, properly provide for artisanal mining. I think we agree with that. And uh, we have therefore started the process uh, with the gathering of the artisanal and small-scale mining in March 2022. Um, the fact that the research um, you know, needs to be continued uh, to make sure that uh, we increase the scope of artisanal mining, we agree fully with that. And uh, I think uh, we will continue to expand our research as we had started with uh, going to these other countries that have had successes. Uh, one country that uh, also I think we need to include here is uh, Tanzania. Um, the building of um, profiles was allocated to us uh, as the department. Now, this was a recommendation from the Human Rights Commission. We don't have the capacity to do profiles. Profiling um, of criminal activity is done by law enforcement, and uh, they have already started uh, doing that. The, the recommendation on opportunities that uh, artisanal mining can offer, as we indicated, there is now the policy, and we've tried to rectify uh, the shortcoming that was there before. As I move towards a, a conclusion with the last two recommendations, um, the last two recommendations uh, where, where that social conditions such as poverty and unemployment should be monitored uh, by way of implementation of development plans. Um, we think that the social and, and labor plans, uh, you know, cater for that and we fully agree with, with that uh, recommendation. That the state must take, uh, this is the last recommendation, the state taking a firm stance in addressing the extent in to, to which legality pervades. Um, we again note that recommendation and we fully agree with that. So I think in conclusion, what I would uh, indicate uh, uh, Chairperson and honorable members is that um, what we found in the presentation was that there were these uh, differences in understanding or equating illegal mining to artisanal and small scale mining. And then it tended then to, you know, uh, you know, lead to differences between ourselves and the Human Rights Commission on how we approach uh, some of the issues. So I would want to, to leave it uh, there on the, on the Human Rights Commission a, a report. If, if I may, I don't know if I still have the floor, uh, DG. Yes, yes, yes. The only thing I can say about Makubela is that uh, <clears throat> I don't know what happened to your presentation. Yeah. Towards, towards the end, it disappeared on the screen. Yes, Chair, I also noticed that uh, I was not driving the presentation. I really sincerely apologize, Chair. Can the person then try and, and, and because the next part, it's, it's almost the same. Uh, can the person load the reload again? The, you are going to which part now? The, 
the A, G, S, A, or the, the, the next I, one will. Apologies, uh, uh, Jefferson. Jefferson, I wanted to suggest uh, that Makubela just uh, comment on the presentation uh, that was requested on um, responses to Makua and Wamua's yes. presentation. Yes, and then we can move right. to the one on AGSA. It's up to you which one is to, to start with. Yeah. Okay. No, thanks. Thank you very much, uh, APG. Thank you, Chair. The, I think the Makua and uh, Wamua presentation, I must indicate that we don't have a presentation in response to that. Uh, uh, honorable chair and honorable members. Uh, partly because we found it uh, difficult to, to respond to some of the statements that were made uh, because some of them, we found that uh, they tended to be uh, one dealing with the, I guess, making political uh, statements, if I can put it like that. Um, and uh, there were also areas where we felt they were, you know, addressing uh, the, the weaknesses in how then communication generally is done uh, with communities. Um, and we we just found it very difficult uh, to to actually respond uh, point by point to 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 some. I mean, just to give an example, uh, the there is a statement that says that the MPRDA has failed, um, and and it's a broad statement. Now, in our view. Um, a lot still needs to be achieved um, in improving the lives of uh, people. However, to say that uh, the MPRTA has failed, we think it is, um, you know, uh, it does not take into account the fact that the MPRTA has enabled quite a number of uh, historically disadvantaged South Africans one to enter the space by way of employment, uh, but also in terms of um, actively being engaged in the, um, in, in the mining sector. Um, so, so I think the, the yes, the more could have been done, but I think that um, the legislation itself um, is, is a, one was a groundbreaking legislation. The fact that uh, there are some failures in terms of um, monitoring its implementation um, and enforcing it, you know, should not be a, a reason to throw away such a groundbreaking uh, piece of legislation in, in our view. I mean, one of the things that the legislation has been able to achieve is they, they, they may look small. However, we, we now have in our major mining companies, uh, we still, we have in the order of 50% people in management that are, are historically disadvantaged South Africans, you have uh, some of the top companies um, in the country being run by uh, women. Um, and uh, so, so we can't say that uh, it has failed. Yes, it more could have been done. That I think uh, we 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 recognize. The the then the other issue was that for us, the audits that were conducted, uh, chair, 
would require a lot of audits that were done on social and labor plan would require more time for us to verify some of the assertions that were made um, in the in that presentation because the what we found for example what, if i can give one example that was highlighted uh, ivan platz as a mine uh, i think the, the in terms of their compliance with the social and labor plan there, there were projects that were completed but those are not um, necessarily recognized here in in the in the in the presentation that was made uh, by Makua and Wamua. Also, what we wanted to bring to the committee was the fact that, uh, as directed by the minister, we had a workshop in March last year by Mak by by with Makua and Wamua. Uh, in March 2021, to take them through the SLP. It was actually a whole day workshop. And that whole day workshop effectively, uh, in our view, also empowered them to undertake the exercise that they did. What we would have uh, preferred is that uh, perhaps they also then take us through the findings that they, uh, they had made so that we are then able to um, you know, explain perhaps some of the uh, you know, issues that they were raising about lack of consultation. We know that there, there can be improvements in consultation. However, there is consultation that takes place and, and municipalities are involved, communities are involved, I think part of the, if one looks at the presentation that was made, part of the challenge is that when projects are handed over, the upkeep of those projects becomes a problem. And then you'd find that then when they go and do a spot check, then there's dilapidation, dilapidation of uh, the actual infrastructure that has been put into place or there is vandalism that has taken place. And those are things that I guess, once a project is handed over, it becomes difficult for the mining company to then uh, maintain security over, over those uh, uh, projects. So I think uh, Chair the, and honorable members, I, we would need a guidance on perhaps uh, this one because we felt that uh, you know it, it it really caused us a bit of uh, difficulty. Sorry, Mr. Yeah. Makubele, through you, Chair. The department is experiencing some challenges in co in putting the presentation. So Ari now is connecting it. Thanks. Okay. So, Chair, um, maybe just in, in conclusion, this on this one, we did not prepare a, a detailed uh, a presentation. Um, we just wanted to talk to the approach and that to also indicate that we remain open to engage with Makua and Wamua, um, um, you know, uh, going forward, as we did uh, when we had uh, the one-day workshop on 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 uh, on SLPs, uh, I would leave it there. Thanks, thanks, Chair. Thanks, DJ. Okay, thanks, Mr. Makubela. Chair, we will then move to the um, AGSA report, and um, the report will be presented by the Chief Director responsible for uh, rehabilitation of um, owner, uh, derelict and ownerless mines um, uh, in that democracy. Over to you, Ndarimad. No. No, thank you. Thank you, DG. Um, uh, Chairperson of the Portfolio Committee, uh, Honorable uh, Losipo, uh, Honorable Members present, 
the Honorable Ma uh, Minister uh, Mantashe in absentia, the Honorable Deputy Minister uh, Dr. Ngabani, uh, DMR Executive President, good morning. Um, the the presentation which I'm going to be doing is uh, related to the uh, presentation made to the portfolio committee by the AGSA. And the focus or the table of contents covers the introduction, the focus areas for the performance audit, which is the strategic and operational planning, the DNO uh, mine database management project implementation, monitoring and maintenance of uh, rehabilitation projects, communication and coordination, and uh, impact of the derelict and ownerless mines on the lived uh, experience of citizens, and then the conclusion. Next slide, please. Honorable Chair, the purpose, like I just indicated of this, uh, is to brief the portfolio committee after being called to to present to them on the on the performance audit done by the AGSA. And I think, uh, Honorable Chair, it's very important that we take note that uh, uh, this resulted as a result of um, a letter of engagement which the department received from the Office of the Auditor General in 2019 in respect of the 2009 follow-up uh, performance audit on the rehabilitation of derelict and ownerless mines. And I think you also, honorable members, uh, honorable chair, and the deputy minister, um, it, it's very important that uh, we take also note that uh, the, the audit had to recognize what was uh, debated or agreed to in 2009. I think one of the things which I think I need to spell out in this slide is that the audit was to be completed in the 2019-2020 financial year. However, due to COVID-19, it was completed in the 2021-2022, just the, the, the year which has passed. Um, I think this statement is very important uh, because I will be uh, retrieving this because it has implications on some of the uh, actions which the department had to do. Next slide. Next slide. Okay. Right. Now, as I indicated, in 2009, the, the, uh, the AG looked into the five areas of the audit. Firstly, is the strategic and operational planning. And the second one was the DNO mine database management. The third was the project implementation, monitoring and maintenance of rehabilitation projects, as well as the communications. So in the, in the, 2000, in, in, in the 2019 audit, the, the, the focus was mainly on the, the, the five broad areas of the of the audit then i go into each and every one of the uh, the focus areas the first one strategic and operational planning um one of the 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 issue which was was uh, No, it, it looks like we we lost in the demo. I was just trying to check um on the sidebar if he's still in the meeting, and I don't um I don't see him. Maybe chair, I I will I will continue um with the slide until he rejoins the. The, the meeting. Um, what he was presenting on the chairperson um, and members um, is on the findings under the strategic and operational planning. On the first finding there, which was basically um, the finding by the AG that um, there hasn't been a review of the 
strategy uh, every five years. Um, the, the department um, has noted the, the decision and um, the uh, department will be revising um, the strategy and um, we are hoping to have the strategy finalized uh, during the next uh, financial year. Um, the other finding um, was in relation to the inclusion of the uh, DNO outcomes and indicators in the departmental five-year uh, strategic plan. Um, what, how we have dealt with this um, is to, while it was not in the uh, five-year strategic plan, um, we, we, we have included um, this project um, in the, um, uh, the outcomes and indicators in the uh, current uh, APP and the performance contracts and work plans of the um, uh, officials. So this has been affected uh, in, the, in the current um, financial, financial year. Um, the third finding was the, um, the, the need for us to uh, finalize the uh, national mine closure strategy. Um, um, the, in, in this regard, the um, uh, implementation plan has been uh, completed and it was completed in March. And um, uh, the plan is to uh, have its um, implementation uh, also concluded in the in this current uh, financial year. The with regard to the rehabilitation um, uh, oversight committee, uh, following up on the uh, follow up uh, decisions that uh, were made, um, we we uh, have committed to finalize and conclude the uh, terms of reference for the um, rehabilitation. Uh, oversight and have them signed off um, uh, before the end of this year. And um, we all have also committed as part of the process that the AG uh, undertook to follow up uh, on all the decisions of the of the committee that were previously uh, uh, that were previously taken. Uh, I see that much is back in the meeting. That much you can. Um, you can take off from here. I had just uh, presented on this current slide in terms of the strategic and operational planning issues that the AG had um, had flagged. Okay, no, th thanks. My apologies, uh, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. Uh, the the system is from my uh, laptop, so I've just joined with my mobile phone. Um, if you, if we could just go back to to that that slide, okay. Um, I think it is very important that uh, I know that the DG has, has uh, already um, shared some thoughts on this one. Um, the 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 review of the the DNO strategy. Uh, what was re what were expected of the the, the of the department? as of the strategy which was developed by the department in 2009, was that it will be then be reviewed, but uh, uh, every five years. Um, however, this was, was not done. And uh, in the, in the, after the, the decision of the, uh, the, the department uh, engagement with the AG, we have decided that uh, this would be reviewed in the in the current uh, financial financial year, which is 2022, 2023. Actually, there was a, a an, an incorrect uh, uh, number given the, the year. Um, I think, honourable chair, maybe doesn't just indicate to to the members what actually transpired. You will recall, honourable honourable members, that uh, around 20, 2013, 2014, there was a need to review the MPRDA specifically to move the environmental component of the of the MPRDA to the National Environmental Management Act. Um, this was done precisely uh, in in with with an intention to to do what we call one uh, um, one stop service. Uh, through which the, the Department of um, uh, Mineral Resources 
will issue the licenses and uh, the, the Department of uh, Environmental Affairs will become an, an appeal authority. So during that specific time, the, uh, uh, several legislations were, were, were amended, including the MPRDA. And that has had implications on, on us as the, uh, the, the DNO team or the DMR in reviewing the strategy at that particular time. So we had to, to wait for, for that exercise because that was going to somewhat uh, have an impact on, 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 the, on the exercise. We did explain this to the AG. However, we also in, un, undertook that uh, going forward, we will review this, uh, um, this, this strategy. And the second one, I know that again, the DG has, um, has taken us through this exercise. Um, Uta General says that uh, yes, he does recognize that the department has established a unit responsible for derelict and ownerless mines, and there are officials in there. However, what he noted was that in, in 2008, 2018, and 2019, the, the derelict and ownerless mines were not part of the uh, the um, uh, the 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 APP, but rather were captured under the AOP. And uh, he then recommended that uh, should this should actually be part of the annual performance plan. Further, that the, the officials' uh, contract and performance uh, performance and work plans should include deliverables of, of, the, of the strategy. And then the other one also, which he, he, he mentioned as part of the finding is the, uh, the need to finalize the national mine closure strategy. I must indicate this has been finalized in, 20, uh, in March, 2022. Um, so that has been, has been, has been done in, in, as, as expected by the, um, uh, by the Auditor General or what, as, as, um, as mentioned by the Auditor General. The last one in this slide is that related to the rehabilitation oversight committee. Now, for, for, for the sake of the members, maybe it is very important that we take note that um, um, uh, the executives of the department and the entities sit together and monitor or do an oversight of the derelict and ownerless mines. Uh, what, he, what the AG uh, uh, noted in, in this audit was that uh, there has not been follow-up on certain um, uh, decisions which have been made by the, the, by the uh, uh, oversight committee. And secondly, that the terms of reference have not been um, signed off. And uh, we have since uh, um, uh, uh, corrected this exercise. Next slide. Now, in this slide, um, uh, is, uh, this is related to the, to the movement or migration of the database from the Council for, of, for Geoscience to the department. Uh, I think it's also very important to take note that uh, although in the, in, after 2009, the department appointed Council for Geoscience to not only do the inventory, but also to assist in developing the database. There was a need that this particular database move to, to the department at a particular time. And the, the executives within the department, our principals, made a decision in 2018, 2019, to move this particular uh, uh, database to the department. Um, the, uh, and uh, this process was supposed to have been completed in the 2020-2021 financial year. However, we know that um, uh, during that year, we had the challenge of uh, 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 COVID-19 and this could not take place. However, this has since been moved to the department and the officials within the department have been trained uh, we can say to honorable members present right now that the database is being up updated to address some of the gaps which uh, the o uh, AG had identified 
in this instant. Next slide. Now in, in this slide, the Auditor General looked into the files which are kept by both Council for Geoscience and uh, Mintech and then transferred to the department, which are supposed to be part of the, the database. In other words, when you open the database, you should be able to see the, the project files. So what he noted uh, is that uh, some of the technical information was not present. Um, and uh, uh, the recommendation was that there needs to be a standard operating procedure, procedures to ensure that the, the project files, technical project information is contained in, in the files. We have since developed this uh, standard operating procedures to ensure that once the, uh, uh, the rehabilitation has taken place, uh, this information then is then loaded into the database. Uh, I must also indicate honorable uh, chair and honorable members that uh, uh, the colleagues at the present moment within the department are loading some of this uh, uh, information which the AG has found gaps. Again, uh, as second uh, uh, finding under this project implementation, uh, Auditor General noted that there have been several unrest uh, which resulted in delays in the rehabilitation of our asbestos mines, specifically in Limpopo. Um, uh, I think we have uh, previously reported this incident, uh, this incidents which happened in Limpopo. Uh, this has been a serious challenge. Uh, we do have uh, um, the stakeholder management framework. However, the AG then says this stakeholder management framework needs to be updated. Although in, our, in, in us trying to unlock the challenges which we, en we, en we encountered, uh, we did, for example, uh, uh, consult the, the culture. Uh, we did consult uh, other stakeholders, uh, for example, Department of Environmental Affairs in this instance. But the AG then says in, in 2019, uh, 2021 uh, audit says, all those factors needs to be, all that information needs to be factored within the stakeholder engagement uh, process. So we have since updated the stakeholder engagement process uh, to reflect those mechanisms which will assist us in unlocking this. I must indicate honorable chair, whilst on this, that it's, it's, a, it's a serious challenge which we are facing, um, especially in, in projects which are in tribal authorities. The projects which are referred to in here, one of the challenges which we are, uh, the, the communities is, a, is, 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 a, is grappling with is, is the fact that uh, some communities do not recognize the chief. However, when we do um, rehabilitation, the first call in terms of our stakeholder engagement process, we go to the municipality um, uh, and we involve the, 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 the manager, the, the, the town manager. We involve even the political heads in this instant. Uh, uh, councillors are also involved. Uh, and then through the municipality, we go to in a, where we have the, 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 the tribal authority, the, the, we go together with the municipality to the tribal authority recognized. And we have gone to the, the tribal authority, but the community in this sense to us, unfortunately, we do not recognize this tribal authority or this chief. We have this particular chief. We want this particular chief to be recognized and not the other one. And these are some of the, the and, and that is, uh, these are some of the challenges which unfortunately becomes a problem on our side. And that is why we had to involve the portfolio committee within the province. They had to come and also address this uh, from the Limpopo legislature. And secondly, the, uh, the COCTA had to come in also to help us address this. However, this has since been addressed 
um, but it, it keeps on appearing as a challenge. Next slide. The, this slide, honorable uh, chair and honorable members, it's about the monitoring and, and maintenance of rehabilitation uh, projects. AG does recognize that indeed, after the 2009, there has been some monitoring taking place whereby both Council for Geoscience had done what we call air pollution monitoring, water pollution, as well as land pollution. But he then says that um, to, uh, until that uh, 2021, we had rehabilitated 27 of the asbestos mites. And in terms of the records, uh, CGS had not done um, uh, um, uh, monitoring in all of these sites. So AG needed a, a, a recommendation in the 2021 uh, audit says that this needs to be speeded up. So the same applies with the, the Mintech. Mintech, after it has rehabilitated the sites, especially the, uh, the, the holdings or the shafts, what it does, it does monitor if there has been any tampering which is taking place. And then uh, we, we, uh, 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 where there's tampering, then the, the work is, is being redone. Um, uh, however, AG has found that uh, there has been some instances where uh, even though there has been some, some work done in terms of closing of those shafts, the, 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 the shafts remained opened. And he then recommended that this also be looked at seriously. Uh, this is, I must indicate, honorable chain, honorable members, this is being looked at as part of the strategy on dealing with illegal mining. Now, the second, the second part, which uh, uh, the, the Auditor General, uh, under this particular uh, finding, also mentioned, it mentions the, he mentions the issue of illegal mining, that we need to do something about this exercise. Uh, and uh, what we have done, uh, like I've indicated here, in order to deal with illegal mining related challenges, the department, together with Mintech, participate in the National Coordinating Strategic Management Team, and hotspot information is being shared uh, with the uh, um, other government departments. And uh, as mentioned previously, this forum, which I've just referred to, that's where, amongst others, you'll find this, the police serving in here, and as, as, as well as the Directorate of Priority uh, Crime Investigation. Um, the, the last comment, honorable chair and honorable members, is that um, uh, there are officials within the department who also participate in the monitoring and evaluation of these sites. Uh, however, the, the team is it's, it's so small uh, to an extent that um, really the work is just huge. So there is a need therefore to, to beef up the team within the DMR also to be able to especially do what we call on-site monitoring. Next slide. The, the next part of the audit is related to communication and coordination. Now, Auditor General, in 2009, I must indicate that uh, in the, in the, in, when they consulted the department, reference was made that um, uh, the derelict and ownerless mines uh, communication program will be dealt with through the government task team. Um, however, I think there was an oversight uh, of the in the two, 2009 um, uh, audit. And uh, we did indicate this because the, the, the term 